0: For the show that defends public health by simplifying and demystifying how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into freedom, a healthy gut, and staying young, this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. And boy, do I have a treat for you guys today. Today in the house, I have uh, a good friend of mine, registered nurse Karen Barr, who was actually my nurse was assigned to me when I first started my health journey at the Hippocrates Health Institute. Back January 1st of 2011, and also in the house, we've got Anna Bach, and her story is quite tremendous. I hope it'll inspire you, but also give those of you that are, are dealing with infertility issues, not only the hope, but the practical knowledge and tools that you can actually do in your life to change your environment, change your husband's environment physically as well, so that, you know, because the whole thing is, is it drives me crazy as I see so many people today Are dealing with trying to get pregnant and they're struggling, even younger folks. And Anna's story is quite amazing because she's 40. So she just had her baby at age 40. So we're going to blow the doors off this. And I hope you guys share this episode all over the world because this is a big problem out there facing our society. And we're going to get into why it's a problem, what to do about it, and how you can get pregnant and um, have a lovely little baby. In fact, we have that baby on. If you guys are listening to us, you can't see him, but. He is in Anna's arms right now. We've got Perlo Jr., which is a French name. I've just learned that. So,
2: and, Anna, and hey, thank you, you.
0: Too. Thank you so much for being here today.
2: You're welcome. Our thank pleasure. You. Thank you for having
0: us. Yeah, she's busy feeding the baby right now. <clears throat> so uh, why don't you just tell us the story? Uh, uh, who, who wants to start? I mean, we've got you both here today. So, I guess Karen?
2: I'll
3: start because um, Karen so this and I is have Anna. Anna's going to start. Yeah. Karen and I have been uh, very good friends and we used to be colleagues as well. Um, I actually did work at Hippocrates for two years when I first moved to Florida from New York. So moving forward to after I got married, trying to have a baby, uh, 2019, I kind of tried to start, uh, 18 even, and uh, I was having trouble. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna get pregnant so easily. I know, and then as soon as I actually started, knowing I was a little bit older, I was very healthy and just never had any problems um, with my health, really, except for allergies, which I still have um, a little bit, but I just really wanted to have a baby, and I was having trouble, so the first person I reached out to before going to a very expensive fertility clinic was uh, my dear friend, Nurse Karen, and that is when she introduced me to your product. and just got me on a regiment me and my husband went there we had a red blood cell analysis we had a full meeting with her saw the ph levels of my husband were very low of four or so and then i just my ph was okay but there was still something going on we didn't know what it was um and i was having a lot of trouble getting pregnant so did you try we tried for about I would say almost three, cause we've been together seven years before we got married. So we never really tried, but then we wanted to try before the wedding. So I would say I tried for almost three years. Mm-hmm. And then the third year is when I turned 40 is when I got pregnant after doing all the stuff that she put us on for about eight months of a cleanse, like a, you know, it was a, a, a cleanse that lasted a while. That yeah. was when I actually <laughs> did finally get pregnant was March, 2021.
0: 20, yeah. So we have a, um, you know, I always talk about this. We have a there's a huge issue today and we are actually de-evolving as a species and that's the reason why so many couples and, and younger couples as well that you think the healthiest of all of us would be it, it's easy to get pregnant but they're struggling there's two things that i've seen in our society cropping up quite a bit <clears throat> one is kidney dialysis clinics and i think that's from the over consumption of uh, animal protein um and, and and for those listening if you're new you're, you're, you're talking, you're talking to a redneck here who grew up on a cattle and hay farm, hunting and fishing, shooting everything (laughs) with, you know, cows and all that stuff. And, you know, I thought it was like, you know, you had to have meat in your body or, you know, you weren't a man and you couldn't build muscle and be strong human being. Right. So, you know, at the Hippocrates Health Institute, they kind of blew the doors off of that, you know, where they literally train Olympic athletes and help them win gold medals. And what they do is they take the animal protein intake down and up the the protein intake from the plants. People forget this that spinach is 19% protein. Chickpeas or garbanzo beans are 25% protein and blue green algae's which are used to help um really get some the great 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 grandfather of omega oils and stuff into your body. And they have a tremendous benefit for things like MS um to bolster and strengthen that fatty tissue of the brain. These are like 54% protein. And these are plants. Right. So and what what the thing of it is, is that this also deals with pregnancy, too, is when your body is over consuming um, cooked proteins, animal based, 50 percent of those proteins are coagulated. They're basically unusable. So your body has to labor to convert to process them and then just get them out of the body. And there's no real use to them. It's a it's a drag on the system. It's like your car, you know, pulling some, you know, a sled full of lead behind it. And when you eat plant proteins and chew those up those are already pre-digested so they, they're much easier for your body to convert and to use so we need less of that and then the other big problem we've seen is the fertility clinics man those things are blowing up all over the place people are having a hard time um getting pregnant and you know i can tell you my whole motto and karen you can talk about this too but i think there's the reason why all this stuff has happened and not just infertility but the reason why we're suffering and de-evolving as a species is, is threefold. We have a tremendous amount of stress on our bodies today, physical, mental, emotional, uh, spiritual stress. Um, a lot of people have no tools to deal with this stuff, or the awareness is just not there. The education's not there. Number two, we have um, uh, long-term nutrient deficiencies because the 85% of the nutrients are farmed out of the soil, so we are just deficient on a cellular level. And that's on our bodies and our cells are like, go eat, go eat. And we eat all this food, but there's no nutrition in it. So it just, we're, we're literally like a starving child in Africa with a distended stomach. We're, we're malnourished just like them, but we're overweight. That's the only difference because we're consuming more of these empty calories. That's a problem. And then number three is the amount of chemical pollution. We believe that people should have a chemical free life. We, our air is polluted. Our water is polluted today. Our, our clothing Everything, you know, so we have to learn about that, educate and make changes in our environment to stop putting that stuff in. And I always tell people, don't take my word for it. Just type in these three words when you're done listening to the show today. Now the alumni listeners will know what I'm going to say. They're probably saying, oh, he's going to say umbilical cord chemical and yes I'm going to say that but for the new listeners if you have never heard this before it's it's quite sh- uh, it'll it's shocking when you go look this up you'll see the studies going back to 2005 that show that every single young mother and child being born today they test the umbilical cord blood and they're finding you know they look for 400 chemicals and they find 250 or 70, 71% of what they're looking for. Wow. So, in 180 cause cancer in humans, and 212 cause d- developmental and brain disorders. This is in our youngest population, the, supposedly the most healthy. Brand new babies are born polluted today. So, when you have a tremendous amount of stress, EMF stress, uh, uh, just stress in life, um, you've got a lack of nutrition, oh. and you have a, a chemical pollution. We, are, 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 we have this body burden, this no microscopic toxic invaders that are in there, they're dragging down our immune system, weakening us, weakening, weakening us and making us more open to disease. And if this is why people are struggling today to get pregnant because we are just the shell, the, the shell and the shadow of what we should be in nature. So those are the three big things that I've noticed. So um, Karen, you as a registered nurse, Um, you had Anna come to you and she says, Hey, I I've been trying to get pregnant. My husband and I, Perlo have been trying to get pregnant for three years. What were the steps that you took?
1: So we did, we took a look at the cellular level, which is the test that I do with a finger prick and put the drop under the microscope and she's pretty familiar with that process as that's a lot of what I did at Hippocrates but what I found and I think I did Perlo first just because you know um, he was new to it and what I found uh, we talked about the detox portion of what I did to support their having this little guy is to get rid of what was in the way of their health. So it wasn't just right about, you know, what are we going to supplement with? It was more about what's there keeping them, what's the what's preventing this right now? So her husband, and we can, it's fair to say, um, he had some heavy metals. So heavy metals, which can come from our water, years of uh, aluminum pans, uh, toothpaste, deodorant, and so many other products that we use on an everyday basis and the air we breathe we needed to get that anna not so much she didn't have so many heavy metals but her husband did and he wasn't aware so much about that so we used your beautiful product greens 85 which has got the blue green algae which can chelate we call it oral chelation where you can take a product and actually remove a lot of those heavy metals out of your body and heavy metals don't aren't released with general cleanses you know they need a special kind of cleanse to remove those and from years and years and years back I actually do a timeline with my with my work as well to see and his were back 10-12 years so we got him uh, (laughs) the
2: baby got him cleaned up
3: he's he's a cutie (laughs) and I as soon as we both took the chemical-free body we were like Whoa, we could just smell like so much better. We, my husband was like, "Whoa, I can like smell everything right now," and I was like the same way. We, we both our sense of smell was so strong, mm-hmm. like, and the allergies that I usually do have were like wiped away. Like even within the first like two weeks, we noticed a big difference within the first two weeks of taking it.
0: Yeah, I've noticed with uh, allergies, it's a it's a combination of uh, again chemical buildup on a cellular level and long term nutrient deficiencies. That's why I've I do not know if you've probably seen it, Karen. Like at Hippocrates, people adopt a lifestyle, they start flooding the body with nutrition. They're doing the daily chelation, the detox, whatever you want to call it. And then, you know, they're doing it for like maybe they have like stage four colon cancer. And then somewhere around year two, year and a half, two years, three years, they'll they'll say, Yeah, well, not only am I healing myself with cancer, but these, you know, 20 out al- 20 food allergies I've had for 30 years. I can eat all those foods now, or yeah, the pet absolutely. allergies, or the seasonal allergies. gone or at least considerably less
2: absolutely yes
1: um and those were those reactions if we don't even want to call them reaction allergies we can say those are just reactions right Mm -hmm. when your body really can't take any more of that it's like irritated by it so it's an irritation when there's a buildup of something you know cigarette smoke and when when people are really toxic and they come to me they go well, I hope you don't have anything in the house that's going to smell because I'm really sensitive to smoke and I'm really sensitive to perfumes. And, and I say, well, you don't have to worry, you know, in, in coming to me, we won't have any of that. But that's a big sign of toxicity is, yeah. you know, you, you can't live in your world anymore. It becomes, they have people that can't even have magazines come in the mail because there's perfume inserts, you know, it'll make them sick. So what we do is we just start slowly extracting what in the body that doesn't belong. Then you have this blooming flower that's ready to be fertile and everything. And then we can start putting the things in such as any missing vitamins and minerals. Mm -hmm. But I don't like to do both all at once. I like to clean the body and then restore the body.
0: It's kind of like a painter, you know, the house has got an old house and it's all got a bunch of crappy paint on the outside. You don't just. Paint over the top of it. You scrape it all down, get it down, prime it, and then you paint. And
2: everybody it
3: wants stuff so quick. They want to like be able to take a magic pill that'll just get them pregnant like tomorrow. They don't realize that it's like a process of all the damage that's been done for years. So people just want to be able to drink something or go somewhere or take a pill, like have it. With this, it really is a slow process, and you have to really focus Lifestyle. at it, get what you need, change your life, uh, put good what's in you, You want to just replenish your body and get out everything bad and then replenish it and then just keep it going. So even after you feel better, don't just stop there. Mm -hmm. It has to be like a continuation. And that's when I tell people that even my husband, and he's not somebody who really refers people to a lot of stuff. He's already gave your website and the chemical free body stuff out to like probably like six people. And then even calling nurse Karen, like he, he'll just be like, oh, you got to call and get on this. They'll be like, oh, how'd you guys get pregnant? Me and my wife were having trouble for five years. So he now is referring people as well because he's like, wow, it really works.
0: Yeah, we're really big proponents of that. What's that?
1: You have great products. And I know that because I take them myself, um, but I also just, when a product's made with integrity and the very, very best ingredients, which I know because I've known you since you started this company Mm -hmm. and you would pick my brain and, and the Hippocrates staff and you wanted the best. And when things are grown with integrity, they're made with integrity, they're bottled with integrity. They work.
0: Yeah. Did you guys happen to, did you put them on toxin detox?
1: Uh, no, just the, the 85.
0: Yeah. So are you familiar with that product?
1: No, I don't think you had it three years ago. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. You should check into that because we about
1: three years. No, it's been three years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we had, um, let me, let me just pull it up here because I think I have it. So I was able to interview, um, I've, I've had this happen multiple times. So this was after pregnancy where we've had um, uh, husbands, and wa- husbands and wives, they have their baby. And then somewhere around the one, two year mark, um, they developed autism, right? We and what's, um, autism,
3: right? what's that? What did you say? The autism of the baby, you no. mean?
0: No. Yeah, the baby gets autism yeah okay oh yeah so and you know there's certain protocols for this that we've learned through just you know being around this so much and i'm just pulling up the podcast so i want to get the episode so you guys can check it out but i finally had a a couple that was courageous enough to come forward because a lot of them that have had the results um are a little scared to to come on and and talk because they're afraid because um, here it is. It was Dan. It was episode 87. Dan and Ashley's journey healing their son's autism. So they like did it themselves. The yeah, toxin yeah. detox product, they said, was the the last key that unlocked their child. Their child went um, they believed it was from the from the vaccination because of the uh, heavy, heavy metals, the aluminums and the mercury and that kind of stuff, which these adjuvants are in the, in the shot. And the doctors were just telling them, hey, there's nothing you can do. Right. It's just we it just get used to it and all this stuff. And their uh, their life was like hell for three and a half years. And then finally, he said he just started listening to podcasts and he heard he's like, maybe I should get the, the baby off of dairy products. And then his health improved. Maybe we should get him off of wheat products and his health improved. And I'm just thinking, wow, so far, he's just going right down. That this is part of our protocol that we share yeah. with people. And he's like, then we put him on a high quality CBD. And I'm like, check. And he improved a little bit more. And they said, then we put them on a high-quality probiotic. I'm like, oh, my God, check, rehabilitating, strengthening the digestive tract, uh, putting in, because the the, or the gut microbiome is a huge part of our immune system. And our immune system is a very complex deal. And and then the, the, the gut microbiome is also connected to the neural, the neural system, which is part of the immune system. And when you have autism, you have some issues in the head, but it's, it's, it's also connected to the gut. And people don't realize that when that cell splits, and in, in, uh, in, I think it's called mitosis. And when the, the, when the baby's um, growing inside of you, that one cell turns, one cell splits into the gut and the other one turns into the brain. Those two cells were actually connected. They were one cell in the beginning and then they're still connected through, I think it's called the vagus nerve, right, Karen? Yep. Yeah, and then so um, it, it was really interesting. So he did that and then they said they had quite a bit of improvement, but their son still was not talking. And then he was on another, somebody else's podcast and he said, yeah, it could be heavy metals from the, vac- from the vaccine. He's like, well, I need to try to do something. He was already taking toxin detox. He was a, as a, a, a cop and he knew he'd been exposed to a lot of stuff. And he's like, wow, all the stuff that I've researched that pulls heavy metals out of the body is all in toxin detox. And we have a very specialized um, zeolite, Karen, that's in there that's washed because you got to be careful because a lot of these zeolites this is a, basically a, a rock mineral. They have heavy metals in them so it has to be clean so zeolites are really cool they're like they get formed in nature when lava floats down and makes contact molten lava hits water and it flips the polarity because all metals like heavy metals like mercury cadmium leads all these things are, are positively charged but when that hot low molten lava hits the the um the water in nature it spins and becomes negatively charged so it's like a magnet coming together so when the zeolite goes into the body it's like grabs the heavy metal and takes it like a basket and takes it out. And I knew this was true right when I first heard about it because being a cattle farmer and knowing lots of ranchers, when the cows go out in the range for a year and then they bring them back in for harvest, basically, they cows eat everything. They'll pick up some barbed wire and chew on it and whatever. And we, you just feed them a bunch of zeolite and it pulls all the heavy metals out and then they poop it out, right? So you clean them up before they go into slaughter and that kind of makes sense because who wants to eat? metal like nobody wants to put that in their body because we know the damage it's done so what Anna did or what Karen did with Anna and Perlo is which is really cool and I want to focus on this it's not just about getting mama healthy but you have to get daddy healthy too if you have a healthy mama and a healthy daddy now you have a really good chance of getting pregnant and most importantly having a healthy child which is what you guys have done
2: yeah
0: pretty, pretty cool he's, stuff. Shown
1: he is. he's shown such signs of a calm baby she had said to me you know, she said, I was so worried about colic and that's an irritable baby.
3: This is, this
1: he's baby such a good has baby. not made one peep. I've been here for a couple hours
3: except when he was hungry and he just went, whack. And we just did, uh, <laughs> we just went to California for my brother's wedding. He, he was on a plane for five hours and never cried. When he does make a little, ah, he's hungry. He doesn't get colicky. He doesn't get, um, and I breastfeed him. Besides doing a little bit of formula, he's mainly breastfed, um, which has to do with also what you eat, what's in your body, what they're getting. His gut does not allow him to be overly gassy, overly colicky. Cal- a lot of women tell me they have a baby and the baby just cries all night. This baby only when he wants something. He's hungry, diaper, that's it. He never has times where he just cries for like un- uncontrollably. It's amazing. So well, it's a way, the it's a
0: way, way it should be.
3: You've got yeah. to go
1: into the prenatal you got to go into the prenatal place.
3: The prenatal yes. place. Yeah. That's what because I actually looked at a lot of prenatal and it was really hard for me to find good ones. I ended up going with one online and then one from Whole Foods. And then one my dad. My dad's a doctor in New York. He did recommend one and Karen recommended one, but I couldn't find a good prenatal. That was also a big problem I had. So if you can work on that, that'd be great. Maybe I need to. Well, we already the-
0: have it. It's called green. Okay. Slide.
3: Okay. Okay, we need. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. you we need to make a little, a little for. Yeah, a little prenatal package of the five things they need, whether That's they what I, whether so.
1: they can get pregnant or not. They take it to prepare for a yeah. baby
3: like this. Which was the probiotic, the enzymes, the, the green eighty five, and then a regular prenatal with some yeah. extra vitamin D. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. made, oh, and uh, folic acid, which was in my prenatal, but I did take a little bit extra on the side as well.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, let's do this, ladies. We'll take a quick break. And when we get back, I want to get into more of um, some of the strategies that you guys used, um, Anna, to get pregnant. We'll be right back.
3: Okay. Thank you.
0: The average person today is carrying around six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health, while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my good friend and registered nurse, Karen Barr, and her friend and new mother, Anna Bach. Hey, Anna, so you guys, um, it's pretty exciting. You spent three years trying to get pregnant. What was actually going through your mind after, you know, year two, year three? What were you thinking when, you know, you kind of knew about health, but you were getting pregnant. What was that like emotionally?
3: So I... The first year was just trying and thinking, oh, this is not happen so quick. And then it actually didn't take, the first year we were just trying to have a baby. That was right before we got married, 2019. So it wasn't so much as feeling like uh, anything like what I was feeling in 2020. Um, so then the first year you're trying and you're just kind of like, you do the ovulation chart and you do what everybody tells you to do. You track it. So you don't get crazy till the second year, then that's when you get the ovulation uh, sticks and then you start really tracking it to see when you're ovulating. Um, basically, 2018, I just didn't feel any, I was trying, but it wasn't like a depression or like sad about it. When 2020 came around, okay, now I'm on my second year trying. I was now like down so every time it would come around where I would do a test and I wasn't pregnant then you get a, the same thing I'm sure a lot of women across the U.S. get whenever or the world it's it's like a really uh down feeling so you're not pregnant you feel like what's wrong with me you feel like um is it something wrong with me or can I ever have a baby and then that's when your emotional stuff start, starts kicking in anxiety so, Then you search, search, search for different options because you don't think it could ever happen to you. It could happen to other people, but not you. So that's what most people usually go through from what I've been talking to people. As soon as they start trying, they're like, oh my God, I never thought that I would have trouble. So then instead of being like mad about it, I got proactive. So I knew, you know, my dad's a doctor. I did work in the health profession for a while. My good friend is Nurse Karen, so I was lucky because I kind of have keys where I could go to these people and say, hey, I'm having trouble. What can I do, knowing that the last step would be a fertility doctor, which is not what I wanted to do, but that would be like the last step that I knew, okay, maybe I'll do it, but let me try all this stuff first. Mm -hmm. So asking uh, Nurse Karen what to get on was the key for the second year that we tried. Once we started doing that, I in my head, I knew it wasn't going to be right away. So I, because I, I know that it's a process, right? But just allowing yourself to not be too stressed out and not be too down when you still aren't getting the results you want that was the big thing because I have patience and because you allow yourself to go through the process. So, oh, <laughs> so once that happened, the second year was all getting on everything, cleansing, and then it took early 2000, I got on everything, but I did not get pregnant till March of 2021. So it was still, again, another year of going through the ovulation while I'm on everything, all the uh, supplements I was on, eating healthy, tracking my ovulation again, and then um, just being patient and letting your body cleanse and let giving it time to do what it needs to do and the stress. So I, at one point on the third year, which was the beginning of 2021, I just let my guard down and said, I'm not going to stress. I'm just going to enjoy life with my husband. I know I'm doing everything that's right. Yes, I will contact a fertility clinic if it keeps going over three years. But then March, 2021, we got pregnant and I just knew that I was on the right path to do all that. It was just a matter of time. Because yeah. she kept saying, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Just give it time. Just give it time. So I wasn't stressed out during the detox process. I That's let cool. the I let the body do what it needed to do.
0: Yeah, I know but when I-, I work with young couples, <laughs> when I work with I young couples, on, what's that? In.
3: I was just
1: going to chime in and say he was a little stressed. He work. was a little stressed. We <laughs> had to unwind him a little
3: while she was learning to relax. Yeah. He was
0: yeah, your husband he was he was, he was, was
3: a little he, bit more concerned like is something wrong should we go to a doctor no stress at work oh stress at work yeah we, my husband was we stressed had to talk to work.
1: him about how that could interfere that was all i was making it oh yeah
3: yes oh, you have to be low stress you have to detox and you have to allow time it's not like oh i take a pill overnight i'm pregnant
2: yeah
3: especially when you're over 35 it's you know it's different when you're 21 not gonna, not gonna lie. I'm not no 21 year old. Like, you know, they breathe and they get pregnant, but <laughs> I have to also talk to a lot. I have a girl right now that we know that's 20 in her twenties, just got married, can't get pregnant. She has no type of, uh, just like a health history problem. of health problems. She just isn't in, infertile and nobody knows why she'll be calling. And me. I actually referred
2: her to you.
0: That's good. Yeah. I was going to say, like when we have young couples that are like fill out our health history forms to get pregnant, when i'm having a conversation with them first off i say look it's not just mommy it's daddy you yeah. both have to be willing to play with this way well, i mentioned earlier both of you have to be healthy and i would recommend you know abstaining from trying to get pregnant for at least 6 months because we want to get you guys both at least down the road where we really can just you know first 3 to 6 months get you cleaned up and then really start flooding the body with nutrition those bacteria Reducing your stress levels, giving you the techniques and tactics so you can learn how to meditate, going outside, clearing your mind, um, learning how to, you know, stay in the, you know, calm in the eye of the storm, no matter what's going on around you with your career or family or anything like that, being peaceful. And I remember listening to a tape, um, I have it in my car by Bruce Lipton, and he was talking about, um, you know, mommy and daddy getting in an argument, they actually were uh, had a child hooked up to a machine or something. I can't remember which kind it was. And when mommy and daddy got in an argument, the child literally like jumped and like, uh, like that. So the child feels everything, um, while it's in the womb. And that's what he said, I thought was really profound, which is, um, some guy he told him, he said, every mother should be wearing a shirt that says, you know, baby under construction. Yeah. And just bringing that awareness, it's like, hey, just just chill out. I got I got a baby right here that's under construction, and we want to have a nice, calm, peaceful environment for this child to um, come into the world with. So, um, I think that's really important. So, all right. So we know that you know tons of people out there, um, even younger ones. You just have a friend right there. You just mentioned she's in her 20s. She's having a hard time getting pregnant you had a child at age 40 so the proof's kind of in the pudding so you guys um worked on stress karen helped you with that helped you get clean started flooding your body with nutrition and then you know eight months later you get pregnant and you brought up a really important point and a couple times which is you know it reminds me about what brian clement said at the hippocrates health institute he goes hey you're here because you know you've spent a long time doing a lot of shitty things to yourself either knowingly or unknowingly so um you know it's going to take some time you know the body changes like the seasons there's there's you know fall and then winter and then spring and then summer you don't just plant a seed and harvest you have to go through the natural process and because we are an expression of nature we have to go through that natural process you know we have to get cleaned up we have to flood the body nutrients and, and give it time reduce our stress and give our body time come back to balance or homostasis, whatever you want to call it. And um looks like you guys did that and you did a good job. So what other things did you guys do um, or that Karen shared with you that you think uh, um, helped you that or strategy you stacked in your deck of um, health to get pregnant?
3: I, Oh, I've never been a heavy drinker, but I did stop drinking even casually um, for, the, for when I obviously uh, during the time, no drinking and no red I think I gave up meat for a little bit as well just to see if it was yeah. something um and I am dairy I don't really do dairy because I do alternative like almond milk and oat milk so that that's just that's something I already have done but I did give up red meat for a little bit and the no drinking for sure and obviously no smoking for the husband and whatnot so it, it definitely is a lifestyle change with uh you know was Perlo, was, was
0: Perlo smoking before?
3: He was. And he did stop during the time we were trying to get pregnant.
0: Okay. Did he go back to smoking again?
3: Uh, just CBD stuff.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: good. Wow, yeah. that's great. That's yeah. awesome. It's okay, baby. Good for him. So that was a, that's, a, that's, a, that's monumental. So it's so beautiful because it's like, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're inspired and you have a goal and stuff like that, like you guys had this goal to have a child, like you've both benefited. You Both of your guys' health is now better.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Permanently, which is really cool. And then
3: you really realize, like, even if you, you know, a lot of guys will be like, oh, no, it's not me. It's you. And I'm like, "Uh, no, it might be you. Because you don't realize that the guys, his pH was so off and mine wasn't. So a lot of times it could be the guy. And they're spending all the time telling the woman, oh, it's you. The men have to be as involved as the woman because the whole time it could be the guy, another person that I know, uh, so she was with somebody for five years, just off topic a little bit, sorry. So she was with a guy for five years, tried for five years, never got pregnant. As soon as she left him, it was in another relationship. She got pregnant within the first year. So it was the guy. Yeah. So sometimes the guys really have to step up and get involved and be exactly on what the mother is trying is on as well. And that's something that people, mm-hmm. the mother will get on stuff, but the father won't. And that's a problem. They it's need beautiful. to be on exactly what the, they're on, except for
0: the prenatal. Yeah. So
3: well, digestive... it's kind of
0: like it's like I don't know, it's like anything. You're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you know, you um, the, 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 the mom the mom is the jelly, and she's yeah natural ripe organic strawberries with you know a little yeah. bit of honey in there, and then the dad is rancid peanuts. You know, yeah. with a bunch of aflatoxins in them, like bad exactly. peanut—that's that's not going to make a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and it's sure as hell not going to make a good baby if one of one of the inputs to the system is is down. And a lot, I think, a lot of that is uh, is ego. Guys have uh, big egos, and they yeah, don't they're
2: agree. always like, "It's not me, it's not me, it's not me." Yeah,
0: he's they're like always... smoking a cigarette. He's like, hey, ain't me, it's you, it's on." All... It ain't <laughs> me, it's you, and
3: that's also why I think a lot of women <laughs> do fight with their husbands because. They're the ones who are put the blame on. And meanwhile, their husband is their pH is off or their chemical imbalance is off, or they've got heavy metals from when they were younger. They don't know. And that creates a lot of fighting and then stress, and then that becomes a domino effect.
1: Yeah. And that's
3: a huge problem. It's everything, it's the stress, it's the relationship, it's what they're you're taking. It's it's a whole process, it's not just one little thing.
0: Yeah. So, Karen, um, how many people have you worked with um, before with, um, you know, with infertility issues?
1: I'm going to say five that I know about. A lot of times I'll work with someone and then they'll get pregnant later and that really wasn't the goal or, you know, we didn't know we were actually working toward that. So probably, probably 50, Mm -hmm. but only five that, you know, we were really working on specifically, yeah.
0: And so, again, what you, when somebody comes to you, just to reiterate, because I, I want to just repetition some other skill for the listeners, especially if you are having trouble getting pregnant or know somebody that is, you know, I want I want them to really get this. So this um, what what are the steps that you take? Let's just go through them one more time.
1: So the steps that I take, um, so even if I did an, an over the phone talk, you know, it doesn't always need the blood work, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, I would say the first thing that people could do would start your product, uh, the Greens 85, which not only cleans and supports the body in that detoxification process, because the blue green algaes and the chlorella actually pull any heavy metals if they are, and everybody has some, let's just say that, um, and, that and it's full of minerals and B vitamins. So it kind of does a little a little churning of the soil, if you will, if you're starting a garden, right? Get, get out what doesn't need to be there and replenish at a very cellular level what does need to be there. And then we wanna support the gut, which we know is our brain and our whole microbiome and everything that's gonna fertilize a baby. Uh, so that would be a probiotic and digestive enzymes and yours have, happen to be called ultra enzymes. Uh, And then any new mom or trying to get pregnant should take a prenatal even before, you know, even up to a year before, if they know that they want a child or it's a possibility of having children, you want to be on a good vegetarian prenatal, and you may have one, I think you mentioned, um, we didn't know that at the time, and you always want to make sure you get enough folic acid and vitamin D. So that was kind of the regime as far as supplements and cleansing and detoxing. And then the diet that I would recommend to someone that's trying to have a baby would be to limit animal products. If you're new at it, you know, cut back and get clean animal products, which would be eggs and beef. And I don't like chicken at all. I think um, I learned at Hippocrates a long, long time ago, it's probably one of the dirtiest meats and people aren't aware of that it, it can carry a leukemic virus um and people say well i don't eat meat and i'll say no, I, eat <laughs> I eat chicken right
0: so you hear that all the time <laughs> i don't eat meat well I, I i fish i don't mean i eat turkey i don't eat yeah. meat. Eat
1: right chicken. and they think the eggs are dairy so <laughs> they'll say Weird. the only dairy i eat is eggs okay well that's <laughs> not dairy but anyway the uh, the point is you know we don't we don't really need those sources. But if you're just starting you know, to eat cleaner meats and eggs and, um, and then sugar. Sugar is a real insult on your body that causes inflammation. And there's forms of sugar like fruit, which are made by God. And those are beautiful pieces of sugar. But we, and dates are fine, but we don't need the candy, cookies, breads, pastas. Um, so it's just an educational process and I'd be happy to talk to anybody that if they wanted to reach out and contact me, um, just for some free advice, I'd be happy to do that. Um,
0: yeah, I know you do free consults. I'll put your, uh, I had, I actually had Karen on before. And, um, so I'll put your contact information in the show notes for people if they want to reach out to you and get a free consult. Great. And I know that you've uh, other health heroes that are listening. We've had some people um, contact you and you've helped them. So that's really cool. And um, just like you help, you help me, which is awesome. Okay, cool. So um, so flood the body with nutrients. Basically, you put them on Green 85, support the gut, probiotic, prebiotic, digestive enzymes, um, a, a prenatal vitamin. One thing I want, oh, that's what I wanted to say. Those prenatals, be very careful. Just because something that says prenatal on it, it's still in the supplement industry, and 97% of them are stuff you don't want to put in. So the easiest way to tell if you've got a good prenatal, very quickly, go to the ingredients list and look under vitamin C. In parentheses, if it says ascorbic acid, you know you have a synthetic chemical, and then the rest of it's probably. It could have some good stuff in it. These are the ones that get people because there's blends. They'll see, oh, there's some Corella there, and oh, they've got, uh, you know, a probiotic in there, and it's uh, coliciferol, which is actually a probiotic or it might even the best form which is lichen maybe that's there but if it says vitamin c ascorbic acid that's not what you want you want that prenatal to be a complete whole food supplement with no toxic binders fillers or flow agents and um we might have to talk about that off air karen because i've just been for for prenatals we've just been putting people on green 85 and for for kids um we'll have to do this in the next segment well i want to talk about this now that she that anna's got her baby um we'll talk about like what it you know what it takes to um maintain yeah, i think baby a up. nice
1: prenatal package i think you should make a prenatal
0: yeah i actually wrote it down the, the pregnancy bundle i think yeah. we're gonna i think we'll put that together in in, in um inspiration from this uh podcast today so we'll, we'll we'll put that together which should be really cool maybe i'll create a little ebook for it too for people right. just kind of package up just give them some simple basic things and, and make it simple Hi,
3: here she comes <laughs> had to put the baby down a little bit
0: yeah that's that cool so
1: happy thank you yeah. tim your products that's, are amazing they are amazing and we will
3: definitely be sending more people
1: that's and,
0: awesome and well, my let's, do, let's do this he we're going to take a everybody. quick break and i want to get back and i want to talk into what you're doing now to keep yourself healthy and your baby healthy we'll get into that when we come Perfect. right back turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across india and southeast asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new Chemical-Free Body Turmeric 100 Liquid Drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same Chemical-Free Body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at ChemicalFreeBody.com. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my good friend, registered nurse Karen Barr, and her client friend um, Anna Bach, who at age 40 got pregnant. She struggled for three years, um, and Karen helped her through her coaching program and her her wisdom of detoxing and, and nature to get Anna's body and most importantly too her husband's body in the proper form so that they could both be healthy, mommy and daddy, and have a healthy baby. And they did that, so that's really cool. So. Uh, what I want to talk about now is like, okay, now now the, the baby's out of the cage. <laughs> he's out of there. He's out of the womb and he's out there. What are you doing? So um, are you breastfeeding?
3: I am breastfeeding pretty much 100% right now, but I do, am starting to look for something to supplement the baby uh, because he is so hungry and it is so hard to keep up with the demand. Okay. And if any mother knows breastfeeding, if you're breastfeeding and you're pumping, it's a full-time job and it's very draining. So once they get a little older and they're just constantly hungry, you will try to ask your doctor or someone like Nurse Karen what you could find. Um, so that's the process I'm in right now right. Is trying to find something I could give that is not toxic or that is healthy for them.
0: And let's think about this, too, because, you know, back in the day on, you know, out in the Wild West and wagon trains and all before that, women weren't like. The two, two, three-year mark, they weren't like, "Hey, doc, like, what can I do to feed him something different?" There wasn't no thought about that. It was just, "I'm going to give baby what nature intended," and that you know, babies need milk for a certain period of time until they're weaned off of it, and then they switch over to regular food, just like a baby cow drinks its mother's breast milk until it doesn't need it anymore, and then it eats grass, right? So, mm-hmm. the, here's something that's really important. So, if you're a young mother, you might not like hearing this but it is very important to breastfeed for at least two years. That's the prerequisite. Very important to to bolster and strengthen that that child. Because if you don't, you're going to have a sickly child. So you have to think about this long-term, not just for yourself, but for that child in the future when they become adult. Because if you don't have a healthy mommy, a healthy daddy, and a healthy baby, then the baby can be colicky. He's going to keep you up at night. You're not going to get sleep. You You think you're tired breastfeeding, you wait, that's from zero to two. You, you got to make it to that two-year mark because if you do, then from two to 18, it's going to be a lot better life for you because you're going to have a healthier child. And I went through this multiple times. It's making investment um, in your child's health and in your health because if your child is not healthy, you're not going to be healthy because it's going to affect your sleep and your stress levels, especially going to multiple doctors visits and trying to figure everything out. And it, it turns into this uh, just nightmare. We've seen that a lot. Okay, so this is good, Anna. So you are you planning on breastfeeding for the two-year mark?
3: That was what me and my husband did decide because we have, we've seen, well, for one, I have a medical background from my dad telling me what to do, nurse Karen telling me what to do, and also just from seeing the difference between breastfed babies for a longer period of time and breastfed mm-hmm. babies that were either short or non-breastfed babies from the kids that we know that never get sick, it's always the kids that are breastfed for two years. So we had already made a decision, okay, we're gonna breastfeed for two years. That would be good for his immune system. Yes. And when he gets older, when he's in school, he won't get as sick. Like a lot of kids get so sick right away. Every other week, the kid's home with a cold. And then we know that this child that we spend a lot of time with, we're like, she's like an ox we're like, Oh, what'd you do? And the mom's like, well, I respirator for two years. I'm like, Whoa. Okay. That's what we're doing. So we have already given the decision that yes, that was the best thing.
0: Well, your life's going to be a lot easier for it. So you said that your child's very hungry, which is good. You're breastfeeding them, but you you're using a uh, from time to time, not a lot, but you were given packages of a formula called Infamil. So the hospital gave you these packages and what'd they say?
3: They said you could either breastfeed or not breastfeed, but this is a great uh, formula to get them started on as an infant. But they did suggest if I am breastfeeding and I do want to supplement it, I can do both at the same time. Or they said I could just go straight to formula. It was up to me. Mm. But I said, no, I'm breastfeeding. Um, but I'll keep it in the house just in case, like, you know, God forbid I'm sick or I, something happens and somebody does have to feed them, at least I'll have it. It's a sample. So, you know, I'm not going to throw a sample away but it is something that I did read the ingredients and I saw right away what was on it. And I was like, Oh, this is not good. Um, So I know that I'm in search for something else. If I do want to add a supplement, I have to find something better.
0: Right. So I want this to, I want the listeners. I really want this to sink in the medical professionals said you can either breastfeed or you can just put your baby on a formula.
3: Yes. And they give me right there.
0: That that's, that should be medical malpractice. That's yeah. child abuse because these formulas do not come from nature. Yes, I understand there are certain circumstances. The, the child, the, the mom gets sick or something happens. This actually happened to my kid's mom. The first child, six months into it, she got really sick and she dried up and she couldn't breastfeed anymore. And we put cool. the child on Similac, which is a soy based yeah. formula. And my child became very colicky. He's like throwing up all the time. And he was like sitting there telling us as he was throwing up. This isn't working, but he couldn't communicate because he was a baby. And we just kept shoving it down his throat because the docs and the medical profession said that's what to do. I felt terrible. And it was also in a plastic bottle. So we were putting estrogen mimickers into this child and disrupting his hormonal process. Horrible. I felt when I learned this stuff, I had a huge feeling of remorse. I've had to let it go because I didn't know any better. I was was trying to be a good dad. She was trying to be a good mom. We didn't know. So this is really frustrating to me because you go to the hospital and they They have no clue. They have really no clue when it comes. I'll
1: microwave the water for forty seconds in the microwave first, too, and then mix. Well, the no, water. no.
3: They say not to put the bottle. They they want boiling water, but they don't ha- care how you do it. You're not allowed to put the bottle in. They literally hand you these little bottles that are already ready with the nipple on it, so it's so easy for the parent to just be like, "Boop." So it's literally force fed onto. That's everyone who's having a baby. It's already ready for you. They do have a latching consultant that does come in. They do suggest breastfeeding, but the, the formula people are already in the hospital so much because they make so much money off of it that you literally, I got sent home with a huge bag. They're
0: like drug dealers all, on the corner.
3: All these, yeah, it's like drug dealers literally in the hospital. They sent me home with a huge bag of formula, these little bottles with nipples already ready to go that I just pop on. So it was so easy if I wanted to do it. Then they send you with the powder samples. Then they send you with coupons to buy it after. So if you buy it, you get $10, $20 off of each. So now you have coupons to go continue to buy it.
0: Yeah, little and reminders. So Karen
1: tells you to do it. You think it's the best thing. Yeah, and just right, nobody
0: have taken Because we've been conditioned as a society that you're a working class person. You, you don't know anything. We're smarter than you. Do what you're told. Get in line. So also, Karen, what, yeah, we're going to give a golden nugget right here. Um, I'll, I'll, yes. So the gold nugget we brought up is microwaving the water or microwaving the 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 baby formula. Karen, why would a young mother, um, or a grandmother want to share this with their daughter that might be microwaving baby formula or the water? What's what happens when you microwave that water?
1: So the Microwave obviously just negates anything in the water anyway, if it had some minerals or anything. But then now these bottles are plastic, which are not usually BPA, right? So they leach the plastic. This happens to be a good one, but um, most bottles aren't. And they, so then you put, let's say they, the, the milk's in here, it's mixed and you go into the boiling water with the plastic bottle, now The baby formula is taking on the plastic. The actual plastic, little microscopic pieces of plastic that then your baby ingests. So we know that causes immediate inflammation because it's a foreign body response that everybody has. In small doses, we don't necessarily notice it right away. It's just when maybe colic or the things that show up when the, the body's irritated.
0: Right. So as a young mother, Think about this. I really want you to use common sense. Just pause for a moment. Do you want to put microplastics and estrogen mimickers um, into your baby that are toxic and poisonous and cause inflammation? Now, when you ask a question like that, every mother's going to be like, of course not. Hell no. Get that crap away from the baby. She's going to check on the baby. Oh, that's fine. But the reality is, is that if you're microwaving the water or the, the formula, especially in the bottle, um, oh, it's happening. Yeah. Now, what people don't understand is like when microwaves first came out, even the entire Russian community, they said, no way, these are bad. And what happens is, is is not only is it microwaving what's inside of you or inside the unit, but it microwaves people on the outside too. So if you're outside, you're getting zapped too. I, you can do an experiment, which I did. I heard this because I don't believe anything until I have first person experience, but you can actually take water, boil it in a microwave, and then set it off on the shelf and let it come to room temperature. And then take your least favorite plant and start watering that plant with that water that had been microwaved. And guess what happens? The plant dies. The plant dies. loses life. So why do it? And then you'll be like, you'll get it. And then you, you'll you never microwave anything, not just for your baby, but for yourself. Why would you do that? And the other thing is, is when you're microwaving, let's say you cook something in the microwave for five, actually not cook, nuke. You're actually nuclear nuclearizing the, the and you're just, just bastardizing the structure of the natural food source, but it's cooked for five minutes. When you take it out of the microwave, it's still cooking for five more minutes. Oh, wow. If you cook it for 10 minutes, it's still cooking, You pull out of the microwave, it's cooking for 10 more minutes. Those radiation waves are still in there. So if you cook something for five minutes and then you ingest it, and four minutes later, it's cooled down enough and you're eating it, it's down your esophagus into your stomach, those those radiation waves are in there cooking the your innards. They're cooking the inside of you. So best thing to do is just heat your stuff up on the damn stove, okay? Let's stop being so damn lazy. This is one of the reasons we are suffering as a society because since the 1970s we've handed our power over to everybody else. We've got we've literally yeah. become fat. He might everything.
1: And if so um, all the moms out there, if you make sure your bottles are BPA plastic, these are Dr. Brown's, so these are good. Yep. You get yourself some nice, as you said, boil the damn water and then Bring it to a nice temperature that you could even touch your wrist with, and just put your bottle in there. For yeah, you just put it minutes.
3: in like old school, a nice old school. Um, just like a nice little bowl Cup of hot or- water, you just put it right in.
2: Yeah, give yeah. it time.
3: They do tell. Um, the hospital does tell the young mothers not to microwave anything, but when they go home, you know, whatever's easiest. Yeah. Yeah, well
0: cuz they're you know a lot of the mothers are just distraught because they have low energy they're tired because they're deficient they're just they barely you know they're on their scraping for energy because of their health issues themselves right so i will take it another step further because i am the chemical free body guy when aaron brockovich brought that whole court case and she you know all the millions of dollars are paid out for bpa what people don't realize is there's bpa bpb bpc bpd bpe fghijk P. there's like 37 or 36 of them They're all the same. They're these estrogen mimicking plastics. So for me, I personally don't think that any plastic should be used. I think that we should be using a glass bottle um, or you could use a stainless steel bottle as long as it's high grade and um, just to be safe because why take a chance? I mean, what's more important than your baby? It is like, Uh, it's just like it's it's this is so amazing there's nothing more important than that so when do people really come together even if they have differences when somebody dies or when a baby's born we kind of just drop all of the crap and we become human again and i think it's just really important um to to recognize this stay away from plastics use things like glass and stainless steel and people are like oh my baby in glass well then use something stainless steel like just it's just not worth it, right? Because there's so many pollutions coming in from the air and the water and the food. We have to really pay attention to these inputs. Okay, so the baby formula, stay away. From, and I pulled up this Infamil one, guys, just to give you guys an idea. The first ingredient um, in Infamil is lactose. So it's from the breast of a, a, a cow. Cow milk is for baby cows. It's not for humans. The second ingredient is modified milk ingredients, I'd be really curious. Once again, you don't even need to know what that is, but it comes from a breast milk of a cow. But modified milk ingredients—what did they do to modify it? Yeah. What is that? What is that? Okay. And then palm oil. Well, that you know, um, uh, you know, just from my experience, um, they're really har- harming the 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 forest. Their uh, orangutan population is almost wiped out because they're just harvesting palm oil trees. So that's not good because we're all connected soy oil is the next thing soy is an estrogen mimicker because the chinese uh hybrid that sucker so much it's, it's great under a microscope it like shows great uh nutritional qualities but it's so nu- uh molecularly dense you can't absorb it digest it get any nutrition out of it and it has these estrogen mimickers the same thing we're trying to tell you to stop using plastics um these are just the first ingredients right so and then there's you know there's some coconut oil in there that's fine sunflower and then corn syrup whoa <laughs> yeah
2: that's
0: crazy corn syrup that's probably genetically modified meaning that it says corn syrup solids right so that was probably grown in yeah. iowa genetically modified corn that if you and if the three of us sit down and we cook some corn and tried to eat it we couldn't even chew it it's so hard they send it off to manufacturing plants they make high fructose corn syrup and corn syrup and these corn syrup solids are the leftovers and they're putting that into the baby and what do they spray it with it's 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 called roundup ready corn they spray it with yeah glyphosate basically roundup it's the main herbicide to kill all the other plants that they've hybridized into the seed so that the corn doesn't die but everything else around it dies it's good for business it's good for uh production but it's not good for our health now when i go home to eastern oregon my mom and dad have the tv on 24/7 every single time i go home i see one of these ads if you have been Uh, uh, If you have lymphoma cancer and you've been exposed to uh, glyphosate, the main ingredient in Roundup, you may be entitled to compensation. Joe Blow was awarded $70 million for his lymphoma cancer in the state of California. These attorneys are spending thousands and thousands of dollars advertising this on TV. Why? Because it's a slam dunk moneymaker for them. Yet you can still go down today and buy Roundup and spray it on your, uh, your sidewalk and kill yourself and your kids and your neighbors. And it's in the fricking baby formulas. Okay. You
1: know when they add it to that wheat, you know, the, what they call modified starches and whatnot. So I found out many years later that the roundup, I always thought it was added, you know, sprayed on the wheat um, to make things taste good to keep the bugs off the wheat roundup is added as mono, whatever. There's another name for it. it's added after the wheat is picked and pulverized and made into the sugary powder to add to things. But what they do is they add it at that point, the Roundup to preserve whatever it is, boxed macaroni, baby formula. It's added as a preservative. It's basically in all of our food. (laughs) But most people think it's there because it was used as the insecticide. It wasn't right. the insecticide, it's added As after it's already a food product. That's crazy. Is that so scary? It's,
0: it's, it's bred into the seeds, it's sprayed under the crops, and it's added in afterwards. And seventy-four percent of rainwater today has glyphosate in it, which is the main ingredient in Roundup. Okay. Oh,
2: glyphosate. That's where we're that that's glyphosate. where we're at today.
0: We have got to purify our water. So young mothers, fathers, and I don't care how the old, the old cord you are. 100- is that
1: what's <laughs> in the cord blood? You said yeah. the umbilical cord blood sample
3: shows all the toxins.
0: Yeah, it's in there. If you tested for it. So, I'm I'm like on ingredient. What ingredient am I on here? Like in this baby form of this infamil. I seven, like three, two, three, four, five, six. The seventh ingredient is corn syrup solids. And let's go to the last. Well, there's a bunch of them, but number yeah. eight is maltodextrin. That is sugar, okay? And it's probably from genetically modified beets, or or it could be from the most sprayed crop in the world, which is cane sugar. And if we look down here. What was um, part of Karen's steps to get pregnant? Oh, here it is. Number four, eliminate <gasps> sugar. It's the it's it's one of the main ingredients in the baby formula. Okay.
2: is giving so it back.
0: This stuff so is crazy. being handed out at the hospitals. And like candy, literally. Yeah, like candy, like drug dealers. So I just yeah. want to make a big point of this because we have got to wake people up this to this. Is this sick. is why your baby's colicky. It's not probably doing that well. You're up late at night. It's the inputs. We have to be an intelligent system. We can't be just a dumb open system and just put whatever in and expect to get a good output. We have to notice if it's not working. Don't be like me. I didn't know. I was like, doctor said, use Similac. So I did it. My son just kept throwing it up, throwing it up. I never processed it because nobody really gave me that education. That's not in school. They're not telling you about when you have babies and stuff to, to look for this stuff because they're selling it. So anyway, I think that's a really important point is the baby food. Now, let's talk about baby Food alternatives. So to supplement the breast milk, when when as needed. Of course, two year prerequisite. You want to breastfeed.
2: prerequisite.
0: I got some feedback. I got there. some
2: feedback. there.
0: Did you guys get that? Did
3: you guys get that? Nope, not on our end. We're okay.
0: Okay, you can hear me. Okay, you can hear me.
3: Yeah.
0: I'll just have to deal awesome. with it, I guess. So, oh, it went away. You might, did you click something?
3: Uh, I moved my cell phone a little farther away.
0: Oh, okay. That worked. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. That was weird. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I was like reverberating there for a second. So
2: that's a whole other topic.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, women, please, and young and fathers too, it's like breastfed that child for at least two years. I know it's a lot of work, but guess what? It's going to be way less work for the rest of your life taking care of that child. Believe me, it's a huge investment. It's going to pay off huge dividends. Number two, stay away from these baby formulas. Uh, You read the freaking ingredients. If you don't know exactly which ingredients are and what they are and where they came from, why would you take a chance? It's the most precious uh, gift that you've ever had as This is child. Number three, what can you do now for a baby milk alternative? So, Karen, I'll give you the floor, and what do you recommend, and then I'll throw my two bits in.
1: So, we were uh, discussing that when I came over uh, today, and I, I don't really have one. <laughs> there really isn't one on the market that's in a powder that I would that I would recommend if you can get your baby if there's some I'm sure there's some really um tough cases out there we talked about goat's milk there's a goat's
3: milk organic powder from what I read it's the closest to breast milk right so from what I read for for women who don't get enough milk and they do want some type of uh, alternative and powder in my readings and from talking to them. A doctor and um, even my mom who also in the past has looked for alternatives she said the closest thing that is that she knows that is better would be a organic goat's milk powder which they do actually have that you can get at online
0: um, it just has to be raw because if it's not raw they yeah. pasteurized it meaning heated at high temperatures and then again that coagulation the bastardization the yeah. change on the molecular level happens when you Eat something. I mean, think about it. when you stick your hand in a fire. What happens? You're you're changing the molecular structure of your, yeah. your your organic carbon-based body. So, it's really important. Raw goat's milk is an alternative. It was actually one of the options. There was a an article in um uh, one of the Hippocrates magazines back, and it was like baby food options. That was one of them. Another one is green juices. Green juices. You can make a fresh, oh, wow. fresh green juice: cucumber, celery, the sunflower sprouts, the pea sprouts. That's why we specifically when i made green 85 i had two other ingredients in there one of them was ashwagandha and those aren't good for breastfeeding parent moms um and so i pulled it out i wanted green 85 to be for everybody babies old people moms breastfeeding moms pregnant mothers i wanted to be just a natural source of nutrition for them so my nieces all three of them when they were kids they've been drinking green 85 right out of the gate along with the breast milk and you can just do that in purified restructured water um, another complete, if you want to make it Green 85 into a complete meal replacement, what we do is we have people buy, you make your own sprouted nut milk, and then you add Green 85 to it, and that's the baby wow. for me. Now, what I do. have a question.
3: Yeah. Can I take a little bit of the Green 85 and add it to my breast milk and shake it up, or do they not sure. suggest that? Sure. That's right. what I was
1: just going to mention, that her doctor said... He's getting very hungry now, and the breast,
3: the breast milk, you know, is just. Thinking. I can add a little rice. They want they you know, a lot. They suggest a lot of moms add that rice. Um, it's baby rice, so you add it to the breast milk to make it thicker. It's all sugar, corn Which I, Yeah, so so same we thing. that's what we were gonna. What talk can about I
1: add? Today. Rice to has been very milk.
0: hybrid too. It's very hybrid, yeah. so it's hard yeah. to yeah. digest.
1: Start really, really small by adding a little pinch of the greens eighty-five to her own pumped breast, breast milk um, until he can tolerate you know until each the change of flavor you just want it to be very 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 small yeah and see if it satiates him better and she will not add probably not add the um, rice powder and maybe wean off the formula now that we've had the conversation
3: and and then once he's six seven months um so everyone goes right to the gerber food so i already in my head have a little blender because i'm already going to be making organic baby food myself why would i go buy something on the shelf when i can just blend up a fresh vegetable so that's then the next step is all the baby food on the shelves yeah and hers will oh be, my God, Her so be organic um, vegetables that i puree myself so i know that i'm if you look up what's in gerber baby food
0: i'm looking it up right Her- now i've already done this yeah, before yeah. and it's scary Okay, it's so even
1: organic and
3: everything's cooked, and dead, no enzymes. And, and, and you see that stuff on the shelf for like a year. How, how do you know that it hasn't been on the shelf for a year? Everyone's like, oh, yeah, now he's on pureed food. I'm like, well, how lazy are you that you can't go roast a squash or a, a puree a banana or a peas, which is basically what they eat when they go to pureed food. They go to peas, bananas, squash, carrots just, uh, spoil it, make sure it's organic and then blend it up yourself.
1: And you can blend your green peas and then the skins just,
3: and I could probably even add a little bit of the powder into my blended pureed food, which I already know that we're starting at seven months.
0: Karen, do you remember? Um, Oh God, I can't think of her name. She was a sous chef at the Hippocrates health Institute, red hair. She had a baby little Charles, the raw baby.
2: Oh my gosh. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. I don't remember the name. I want to say it started
0: with an S. Mm, I'll think of her name. So anyway, she moved out to Oregon and um, she was doing raw food prep. I got to meet her son and him and I hit it off. He was like four years old or whatever. He's really cool. And she said that the, this pediatrician that she was going to, I think he had like a 20 year practice as a pediatrician that Charles, this little raw baby, he'd never had cooked food was un- unequivocably the healthiest kid he'd ever seen in his entire practice. Wow. Period, end of story, period. Like there's like, he's like, they called him the raw baby and he was always happy. I had it. Yeah, it was just a good time. So the, the idea of cooking food for a child, um, it, it, it it's right there. She proved a point. Like I saw it right in front of my face. I saw this kid, he was the healthiest damn kid I ever saw. So let's go to the ingredients list um, of Gerber, Gerber
3: pureed, like Gerber pureed, like carrots
1: or whatnot. Even if it's organic, it's got some other junk in it.
0: Yeah.
3: But that's usually what moms will reach for as soon as they know their baby um, can eat the puree. When they're still kind of overly hungry, they reach for that, like whatever's on the shelf that they can just grab.
0: There's one here. Um. That says Nestle. Is this Gerber owned by Nestle?
3: Probably. Oh <laughs> Let me so they're see. Probably, oh God, they're, probably, they're probably. putting tons of sugar in it and already getting them ready for when they graduate, so that they can go have. They're. This. They're addicted.
1: already addicted the day they start
2: formula. Really. <laughs> well, you know. Florida. I'm just.
0: I'm just trying to get these images to pull up, so I can. I'm trying to look at the. I'm just waiting for it. To, oh, it's downloading. So they'll. They'll download. So anyway, all right. So we talked about. And I want to finish up on the baby formula alternative. So raw goat's milk is an alternative, Uh, a fresh pressed green juices. Great. Um, Green 85 is awesome for the full meal replacement sprouted nut milks with green 85. So you can actually soak what you do is you soak nuts. And I know parents are thinking, or mom's like, I don't have time to do this, but you soak the nuts in water for eight to 12 hours, rinse them off. And then you process them. You can look it up, how to make sprouted, how to make nut milk. And Another, I
3: believe there's services available in certain places that are a little bit more advanced. There are services available where you can order it.
0: Um, which which I would be so. Yeah, which would be awesome. So let's just and look at right. this one. Here's Gerber Graduates Breakfast Buddies Bananas and Cream. The ingredients yeah. are whole grain oats, and then it says contains wheat. So we go right back into um, you know genetically modified wheat, which is anytime anything's genetically modified, you're disrupting the plants. Metabolism and that plant starts making formaldehyde and it lowers its glutathione content. So and pearled barley, sugar, boom. Third ingredient, sugar.
2: sugar.
0: It's on. It's Are on. karen's they're basically,
3: they're basically getting the kids ready to be on sugar their whole life. So as soon yep. as they turn twelve, they're on to Coca Cola, Pepsi, Sprite, chicken nuggets, and French fries. Yeah.
0: Then it says dry <laughs> yogurt, cultured non-fat milk, non-fat milk, heat treated. After culturing, banana puree, modified corn starch, and less than one percent of lactic acid enzyme, modified soy lecithin, natural flavor. What the hell's that? You know that's Um, synthetic. And then a bunch of just other garbage: zinc sulfate, iron, ferrous sulfate. So this is a perfect example. The iron they put in there—it's just so much. When you get somebody that's iron deficient or they're anemic or they have severe anemia where they've got renault syndrome, or you know they just get super cold all the time even in the summer, I say, Oh, they put you on an iron supplement. Yeah. Did it make you feel nauseous? Yes. Well, you know why? Because they basically ground up a, a railroad tie and small particles and put it in there. That's what you're drinking. That's ferrous sulfate. So you're actually um, you want iron that's been through the root system of a plant, like through uh, amaranth, which is a grain that's high in iron, but it's been through the plant. So the plant chelates, it transforms it into a carbon based source. So it works with your body. So these are just basic things guys. It's just such a simple thing. So, um yeah, so baby milk alternatives, raw goat's milk, sprouted nut milks, green juices, e 5 works and then um and then make your own freaking baby foods. Like make your own baby foods and yeah, and as Anna said look that. up a good sprouted um sprouted deal. So, you know, there you go. And, um, the same thing that worked for you guys to get you guys pregnant again, that's why we brought, we made green 85, which was to also, it can be for you to get pregnant for the child through its childhood and into adulthood. It's just there to replace the 85% of nutrition farmed out of the soil. Cause at the end of the day, we're eating things to get into a liquid form, to get into the bloodstream, to get into the cell. So the cell has what it need to carry out its daily activities so that you have the energy to carry out your activities of daily living. That's all it's about. So I really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, was there anything else uh, that you wanted to share, um, Anna, about being a young mother at age 40? Or if somebody's uh, struggling with struggling with getting pregnant, you know, what, what you would recommend?
3: Just be patient and do, um, you know, definitely do the checklist that don't get too stressed out. Be patient and know that, you know, making a life does take a while. And to be patient, the more stressed you get, the more your body will not allow yourself to get pregnant because it's not going to allow yourself to get pregnant in a stressful environment. So allow yourself to have a clean environment, a stress-free environment. Make sure you communicate with your spouse um, and allow both of you to be clean and stress-free so that way you can bring a baby into a good environment, which is the womb. Then once the baby is born as well, a clean, stress-free environment. That's really That's definitely key. And then having a baby who's not colicky, which thank God I don't, um, just, it's still going to be a lot of work no matter what, but you have to, you have to work at it and you have to be patient.
0: A Zen baby. We want Zen babies.
3: A Zen
2: baby. (laughs) Yeah. A yoga baby.
0: (laughs) That's right. So Karen, what about you? What final words do you have for, for young mothers, uh, trying to get pregnant might be struggling.
2: Uh, Just
1: follow your intuition. If you're, if you can't, you know, you don't feel like it's happening for you at the time that you're wanting it. Reach out to a practitioner um, that can guide you in the right direction, and, and and But listen to your gut. Everything that I recommended to these two, they took it in within themselves and said, "Is this?" You know, it, it did. It did resonate with them. But if it hadn't, I think they could have come to me and say and really ask questions. And if it doesn't feel right for you, don't do it. And follow
0: your heart. Awesome. Well, and my, my final words to the, to the young mothers and fathers out there, if you're struggling to get pregnant, you know, you're not alone. It's, it's a major problem. Again, these fertility clinics wouldn't be popping up all over the place. They shouldn't be popping up. I mean, come on, we shouldn't be having a hard time getting pregnant. It's ridiculous. Okay. common Not sense in your causes, 20s there? <laughs> no, no. We have to you start using common sense. And you know, I t- I'm talking about this all the time now because it needs repeating. Hippocrates, who the father of medicine, you know, was named after the, the institute, was named after him. He said, Let thy food be thy medicine, thy medicine be thy food. He was helping people to heal themselves of all kinds of stuff years ago, hundreds of years ago, right? Doctors take the Hippocratic oath, I will do no harm. It's awesome. That's great. But he also said, He who is not his own doctor is a fool. I really want this to start sinking in with people. If he or she that is not their own doctor is a fool, we can no longer. Be fools and allow other people to fool us. We have to take responsibility for our health and we have to take responsibility for getting pregnant. We have to take responsibility for breastfeeding our baby. We have to take responsibility for raising our kids. And if we do that, we take back all the power. Don't just buy into something because somebody says, Yeah, do this because they've got a title or they got an alphabet suit behind their name. You know, n- most people don't even care about designations anymore, except for the companies and the and universities that are issuing them. They just want to make money, right? We're about getting people results. We're about the working class rising up, bottoms up, taking back their health, taking back their truth and and, and taking back freedom in this country. That's what we need. and it's it, it all starts with that individual. Don't sell yourself short. You are creation doesn't make mistakes. You were put here for a reason and you should be waking up and feeling good, and so should your children and you have a lot to give and a lot to offer. and we want to make sure that you're optimizing that over here. So anyway, that's it. Um, we appreciate the listeners around the world. I hope that you guys will share this episode um, far and wide because it is a major problem today. And it's it's an emotional issue for a lot of people when they're struggling. They can get depression and anxiety, and then they start falling into the trap of all. And going into, and going into a fertility clinic, it is a painful, um, demoralizing experience, to say the least. If you've not been through this, look it up. There's some shows and stuff on it. It was like shocking when I found out about it
3: high anxiety that was all I felt knowing I had to call eventually very high anxiety thinking about that that was my bottom choice the last choice so I also just want to thank both of you guys so much for putting me on a great products you having the products I really just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart like I'm just overjoyed with my baby so I really thank you
0: (laughs) that's my my it's so cool it's just so cool I just that's why I do what I do so again, listeners around the world, please share this episode. we love you guys. Like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, change yourself, change your world. Babies need us. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening again to The Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon.